Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be learning Bahar Ravi, the fourth Aliyah in Parshas Bahar. The topic of our Aliyah is redeeming brothers. It is four Pesukim long, running from Perek Chofei, Pasuk Chofei, to Chofches. Let's take a look at a basic overview and then de- delve into some points to ponder. Our Aliyah talks about the case of a person who becomes impoverished, Kiyamuch Achicha, and therefore this forces him to sell from his Achuzah, from his family land, his ancestral terror land, his fields. In this case, then his Redeemer can come and redeem that which he sold. And as a person does not have a Redeemer, then he himself has to get the money back for his and he'll find enough money to redeem his own field. How does he do that? He works out the number of years of the sale and he pays the rest to the person who he sold it to and then he'll be able to get the land back. If he is not able to muster together the money and there's no one else there, to be able to redeem his field, then it will leave in the Yovel and return to his possession. This is how it works. A few basic questions to ponder. Number one is, under which conditions should one sell one's ancestral property? Rashi points out, only when you are impoverished. Not just because you need to make a deal, you like a change of scenery. No, it's, it's important to maintain one's roots, understand where one comes from, and not to sell property. However, if one needs to, one may. How does the math work exactly? How does this all add up? So the way it works is very simple, is that we do not really sell land. We sell cycles of harvest. Because there's this ultimate reset button called Yovel every 50 years, that means to say there's never a fine, uh, at this point in time, at least in fields, a final sale of a field. So you really sell the cycle. So let's say, as an example, it's year 10 in the, in, in the cycle of the Yovel. That means to say that when a person will sell their field, they will have to sell it for 39 harvests up to the 49th year when the Yovel will enter. So they sell 39 harvests worth of the field. Now, um, let's say that this person now earns enough money 10 years later to rebuy their field. They'll go to the person they sold the field and they will rebuy it now for, 20, uh, for the 29 remaining harvests. So the 10 years have been used up, that's what the person paid for, so they didn't lose out, and now they're going to buy back their field for the 29 remaining years. That's how this works as well. This is incredible because it stabilizes the market, but it, 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 because people are essentially not actually selling land, they are selling harvests. Now, who is the person who has no redeemer? What kind of person is that? Says Rashi famously, this refers to a ger, a person who is a convert to Judaism, has no halachic biological relationships, and then in that case, perhaps if they're not married yet, they don't have their own children yet in Judaism, then in that case, they have nobody who's, who's related to them to redeem on their behalf. However, the Orachim HaKadosh says that perhaps our Aliyah is talking about bigger principles. He says that, you know what, what's the, the, the Goel? Who is the redeemer of a person? That is the Almighty. That's our Kodesh Baruch Hu. Sometimes in life we feel like we have no Redeemer. Sometimes we're in life, we're in dark places and we feel like there's no one there for us. There's no one who's going to back us up. There's no one there who's going to save us. And sometimes as a nation we feel that too. We say, you know what, we've been in Golis for so long. The exile's been so long, so dark, so unaccountable. So many Jews being killed. So much punishment wrought upon us. Will there ever be a Redeemer? And we ask ourselves, is there ever a Redeemer? And then we need to realize, we realize that there is a way to get redeemed. Hashem is there for us. But how do we get there? So the next step in the Aliyah says, the Orachim HaKadosh is, if you need to return the rest of what you owe, that refers to all the sins. All the sins that we need to fix. We don't just get out scot-free. We need to be able to do necessarily what it is that we needed to fix. If we're able to do that, then yes, we may get there. That's the Chevlei Mashiach, says the Orachim HaKadosh. But if a person cannot, person doesn't do the cheshbon, person doesn't do the work, doesn't, doesn't know that there is a redeemer, 
then you know what? It'll come to the, the, the Yovel Yo. What's that referring to? That's referring to the deadline by which HaKadosh Baruch Hu guarantees that Mashiach will come. This is a story about the life of Israel in exile. It's to tell us that there is an end. It's never a forever. And that's why Hashem is telling us over here as well. By the way, in the Saliyah, is the buyer able to object to the family, the family member who redeems the field? And the answer, Rashi says, is no. He is, he is facilitating the return of the ancestral land, and therefore there is no way to escape that. Number th- the last question is, why is this Aliyah here? Why is this Aliyah following the previous Aliyahs? Says the Klayaka, quoting the Gwarin Sukkot, Daf Mem Obeis. It is really a story. If a person transgresses Shavias, which is the topic of the first Aliyah, a person does not keep the seventh year and does not uh, instead, in, instead sells and buys products of the, of the Shavias, they'll end up becoming impoverished. First selling their own properties, which is the top, their own assets, which is the topic of the second Aliyah, and ultimately selling themselves, which is the topic of the fourth, uh, of their land, which is the topic of the fourth Aliyah. So it's a progression for a person who just perhaps is too motivated by their material goods, unfortunately learning the very painful lessons that this Aliyah has to teach. In the meantime, have a wonderful and meaningful day.